Welcome to Behind the Body, the ultimate podcast exploring all things health, fitness, and lifestyle for women of all ages. Join your hosts, Andrea and Anna, as they bring you expert insights, personal anecdotes, and practical tips to help you live your best life. Whether you're a fitness enthusiast or just starting out, Behind the Body has got you covered. So grab your headphones, turn up the volume, and let's dive in. Hi, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Behind the Body. I'm Andrea. Hi, my name is Anna. And we are so excited for you to be here with us today. We have a really good episode we're excited to do. We thought it would be a good idea if you guys get to know us a little bit more. So today we're going to do sort of an interview style podcast where Anna interviews me. And you'll get to hear a little bit about my background, my experiences, um, all the things. And then next week's episode will be me interviewing viewing this Brazilian bombshell so you can get to know her a little bit better. So um, yeah, so we're excited just to kind of bring this format to you and and get to know you a little bit better. I'm super excited yeah. about today. Yeah. You know, I think you are just this amazing woman that oh. has so much to share with this world. I'm so thankful that I, I have the pleasure to be in your side oh. and to watch it, most of the things that you do. But I'm so happy that now we have this platform and you can share a little bit with, you know, the world, who you are. Yeah. So, so excited. So excited. And just for those of you who don't know, um, probably most of you don't, Anna is my trainer. We've been working with each other for a couple years. She's also my bodybuilding coach, which we'll get into um, later in this episode and in future episodes, my posing coach and best friend and all the things, therapist. <laughs> so, that is a good combo. That's right? a good combination. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, let's get into it. All right. So bring it a little bit, bring it a little um, bit closer to yourself. Yeah. I'm trying to keep a little bit far because I love to hold. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about the microphone. The microphone. The yeah. Microphone. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, babe, when did your passion for fitness start? So my passion for fitness started when I was like really young, probably like 13-ish when I was a teenager. And I grew up in a family that is not genetically thin. Everybody is overweight. And not that I thought much of it when I was younger, but I just hung out with a crowd at school that were athletic and that played different sports and um, joined a gym, you know, joined, had gym memberships and, and were athletic. So I think I just decided to, I wanted to be a part of that. And I didn't necessarily have like athletics or fitness on my mind more. It was like, oh, that sounds like a fun group to be a part of and an introduction into something that I, I didn't really know or wasn't very familiar with. But so after that, so it was that time where I just like found this, you know, this relationship with fitness um, through my group and I just, you know, grew to love it. It just became part of my lifestyle. Did you have a people in fitness who were your inspiration? I didn't really have any fitness in inspiration. Um, I would say that like there's certainly people I admire, you know, and I didn't know much about bodybuilding. Um, I didn't know, you know, other than what, you know, the women you see on the magazines back back in the day <laughs> when we didn't have internet, you know, and you could see like these beautiful women with these like nice physiques. And I just thought like, oh, you know, like, Genet they're genetically blessed or, you know, they just are, you know, these fit these models. Um, I didn't really have necessary 
necessarily an influence. But I think as I get older and realize that like you can transform your body with health and fitness, you realize that, you know, these people that you admire are not genetically blessed, you know, that they work really hard for achieving that physique. um, And a lot goes into it. In addition to fitness, you know, all the diet and the support and the access to like, you know, gyms and and equipment or whatnot. Um, And so I found myself just, you know, being inspired by that, you know, it was inspired by the hard work that goes into it. Um, and then as I continued to get older, I learned a little bit more about bodybuilding and the sport. And definitely what goes into that is like another world, you know. And while I was younger, I didn't necessarily aspire to be a bodybuilder or to get in bodybuilding by any means. Um, I always thought that the people who, um, were able to like work that hard, you know, and do do and do bodybuilding. Um, I thought that that was pretty inspirational. So, and I think I also, not to go on a tangent, but when I think about like my inspiration through fitness, I think that more so than like inspiration, I kind of just like I saw within my family like what I didn't want to be like, you know, if I was sedentary, if I didn't go to the gym, if I didn't eat healthy, like then this is what I could be like, which is an overweight person, you know, an overweight type of lifestyle. And I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be that person. And so I think more and more in my life, like, you know, yes, fitness plays a big role for a lot of great reasons that we'll talk about, but also, you know, I I don't, I don't want to be the opposite of that. You know what I mean? So I work hard to not be like that if that makes sense yeah you got this yeah <laughs> <laughs> a couple years ago you decide to compete in your first bodybuilding show yes what made you make the decision to compete that's a great question that everybody asks me including those closest to me um because bodybuilding is um if anybody if those out there don't know what bodybuilding is it is a physique sport in which you basically have to day in, day out, minute by minute, hour by hour during your prep, do really, really mentally, emotionally, and physically hard things, decisions and and actions. Um, And so why I decided to pursue bodybuilding was I actually didn't really know anybody in bodybuilding. So it wasn't like I said, oh, you know, that that I want to be like that person or I've seen what they go through. So I want, you know, I could do that. It happened when I was going to approaching turning 40. For those of you out there, I'm now 42. um, And I felt like that was a monumental birthday. You know, I was like, God, turning 40, I'm I'm no longer in my 30s. I'm like, I don't know, maybe halfway through my life, you know, if I live to 80. Um, it just seemed old to me, you know, it just seemed like this monumental age. And I was having a little bit of a hard time with it mentally, internally. And, um, and I thought to myself, like, well, how can I not feel this way? Or how can I lessen this blow that I feel about turning 40? And it just popped in my brain to, to do a bodybuilding show. I, when I think about bodybuilders, I think about young, fit physiques, you know, I think about, Definitely, I don't think about a 40-year-old, you know what I mean? Um, and I really wanted to do something that was going to be, like, really challenging to me. Like, well, 
look, actually, let me put it this way. I thought bodybuilding would give me the best physique I've ever had. I'll put it that way. So it was purely like, I will show you 40. You know, I'm going to be hot. You know, I'm going to do everything I can to get on stage in that little tiny bikini with my best physique at 40 years old. And I want people to be like, oh, my God, she's 40. Um, And so that was the driving factor to it, if I'm being completely honest, taking myself back to that time. But also I thought like, in addition to the physique, in addition to how I'm going to look at 40, I want to do hard shit that's going to make me feel like oh, I'm not just turning 40 like and to be old. Like I am actually doing hard shit that most people cannot do. And I just happen to be doing it at 40 years old. So it was like a little bit of like a um, like, you know, switch. Like, I don't know how you could say it, like, you know, f- f- psyching myself out, if if that makes sense, you know. Totally. And it's so uh, funny to say that when you're thinking about a bodybuilding body, yeah. a bodybuilder body, you're thinking about young mm-hmm. because it's not what this sport is. If you're thinking about muscle maturity, a 20 years old girl never going to have the muscle maturity that you do. That's true. But of course, when you see the physique, you think like, no, me, I'm too old for that. Yeah. Because, you know, you see the beautiful young ladies on the stage, you know, without the collagen on the skinny and <laughs> bring this uh, fresh air and look. But listen, take longer to get <laughs> these gluts, you know, those uh, gluts, this maturity on your physique yeah. means, yeah. It's a... It- there is a benefit to coming to the stage as a 40-year-old, like you said. Mm-hmm. I have muscle maturity. I've been working on this for a long time. All of that is great, but definitely getting on the stage with 20-year-olds because that's uh, there's a lot of 20-year-olds that compete, and I'm lined up right next to them. I mean, you, you're always comparing yourself. Uh, no matter what in the sport of bodybuilding, you're comparing yourself against you and, and working on yourself, um, but you're also looking at the others on the stage, and I'm thinking, man, those 20-year-olds. But... I hold my own and I have beat out some of those 20-year-olds. So there's something to be said about that. Um, But yeah, and so that's, you know, I decided to compete because I was like, I'm turning 40. This is so hard for me. I'm going to have my best body, you know, despite turning 40. So let's do bodybuilding. And then also like, let's do the hard thing too, because just mentally when you focus on do like, you know, on this transformation that's not just physical, but also, you know, mental and emotional, um, you know, you just feel empowered. You know what I mean? You feel this like sense of like extreme empowerment. And then 40 became nothing. And then once I got on stage and I competed against people half my age, I was like, oh, and keep going because there's because I'm competitive. And also a lot of it is in my control. If I want to be better and beat more of them, you know, then I can. I think you made the best, you know, choice for yourself because getting 40s with your best confidence, you know, with your self-love, everything in a hundred percent like you did it. Yeah. Is the best. I'm looking for getting my 40s <laughs> as good as you. I know. And we talk about it all the time. Like I say, because it takes a very long time to build muscle. Like a little side note, any woman out there who's like, oh, I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to get bulky. Oh. Listen, it, <laughs> if it were that easy, trust me, <laughs> like we should be so lucky. But it takes a lot of time to put on muscle. Um, and, you know, we've been working, you know, 
we've had hundreds of workouts we've done together. I work lower body glutes three times a week, and we're still working to build them. It takes a very, very long time. So I joke that by 45 years old, I'm going to have my best body, definitely my best ass. And, you know, Here we go. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll still be on that stage. Who knows? But nonetheless, I will have the best body at 45. So it keeps getting better. And I think that when you do, when you like sort of overcome, you know, your fear of getting older, like, and then you ac- accomplish something, you know, hard to, to get over that fear. Um, you're not worried about getting older necessarily, you know? So now I'm like, okay, 42 and then 43 and 44 and 45. Like I'm still, I feel so young, you know? And I think that's why. And I think uh, I always say we don't get older, we get better. Exactly. And you are not only an inspiration for a woman who is turning 40 like like me or who is already 40 something, but you also a huge inspiration for the 20 years old girls. Yeah who is scared about age, sure. who is trying to do anything to, you know, paralyze the time. And you are showing that it's not about to stop the time. We we have no power for that. It's, it's about to make the time work for yourself. And I need to say, you did an amazing. And yeah, thank you for sharing with thank us. Thank you. <laughs> so next, uh, I've seen... You change a lot since you started competing. Do you think you change? If so, how? Well, you're right. Like you've seen me since before my first competition to like now. And there has been so many changes um, in my life. You know, bodybuilding. And I know, you know, for those of you out there who again, are not familiar with bodybuilding. We'll talk more about what that is and what it entails. Um, But when you are involved in a sport like that, you are, and I already mentioned this, you are really making very, very hard decisions, working through fatigue, you know, sacrificing some personal um, t- you know, a lot of personal time, sacrificing outings with friends, like you're do- you're making a lot of sacrifices for this sport. It's, you know, I would say in a way that it's sort of a selfish sport, you know, because you do give up a lot and it impacts those people around you. Um, but nonetheless, while that just like painted a not great picture about it, I think that what it teaches you or what it taught me is like resilience. You know, it taught me that I am literally able to do anything I put my mind to. It is so incredibly hard to compete in the sport that when you do accomplish that, when you can step on stage and say, I gave 100% to this preparation for this competition, like to be able to do that takes this like just immense self-control and commitment to your goal Um and a whole lot of other things that it really resonates in other areas of your life. You know what I mean? For sure. So so to be able to do this hard thing day in and day out, all in pursuit of this goal that you have that most people don't understand, right? My husband is like, 
what do you mean you're going to like basically work out for two to three hours a day, you know, eat the same thing over and over every single meal, reduce your calories until you're cranky and nobody can really talk to you. You're too tired to do anything, you know, Um, all to buy this really expensive bikini and then step on stage to be judged by your physique. What are you thinking? You know, my he um, he says that my friends, my family. I mean, of course, they they eventually understand and support me and my goal. But uh, but it is a lot of sacrifice. And so anyway, I say all that to say you learn resilience and you learn that you can truly do anything that you set your mind to. And that's very empowering. And I'll tell you why. I feel like, you know, I think one of my greatest fears is just like mediocrity, you know, just being like mediocre. And when you reach set out to accomplish a goal, it doesn't have to be bodybuilding, but anything. And then you see that through. It's like it just empowers you to make decisions in every other aspect of your life. Okay, I think I got to that point, that point the hard way. But it makes you reevaluate your life and say, okay, well, I just did this hard thing. Like, what else do I need to what else can I improve in my life? The point is, when you are in the bodybuilding, you think for who don't, you know, is it familiar with the sport? You think it's about body, right? In fact, you go to a stage to show your physique mm-hmm. and who has the best physique for the division going to win. But uh, to get your best physique, you need to control your mind. And it's when we say that uh, bodybuilding change my life, your life, and so other different ways because we learn it how to control our mind yeah it is so hard when you is so tired and you don't want to do anything and you don't need it if you go home and you skip your cardio only you gonna be affected and only you're gonna know right but it's exactly you gonna do it because you know that you need to get this done to get what you want. And life starts to be like that. You know, I want this in order that I I get this. I need to do this that I don't want to do. Right. And you start to control your mind. And it's when, for me, and I believe for you too, all the big changes happened, you know. And it's why it is a body sport, right? You're building your best physique. But if you don't have your mind is strong enough, you're not going to do the extra cardio. You're going to cheat your diet because it's you. No one's watching you 24-7. So your mind must be so strong. So you go for the uncomfortable and you start to be comfortable with that. You start to feel good. I got this. Oh my gosh, three hours at the gym and eat this the food that I don't want. I did this again. So come on. I can I can study for, you know, get the job that I want. I can do anything because I can control my mind and I believe myself. So I think is you I could not have said it better. Like it it's exactly right. You are accountable for all everything that goes into it, you know, for you're accountable for hitting those daily goals and and nobody's going to know better if you don't do your cardio or if you sneak, you know, a cookie or two at the end of the day, right? Like you're accountable for yourself. And when you can successfully go through that preparation, having made all those hard decisions that you check off one by one every day, you look back and reflect and think like, 
yeah, I can, I can do this. And I think that it resonated in the rest of my life, you know, and, and all of the things I started to, it made me so happy to accomplish this goal and so happy to work so hard toward, towards it that I just started to look at areas of my life and how, where I can control whether or not I was happy or being fulfilled or it was the right move, you know, right thing for me at the time. And um, I know this, you know, seems like, you know, off the topic of bodybuilding, but soon after that, you know, or actually as I was like getting ready for my, for my second show the following year, um, I was in the middle of prep and I just, you know, made the decision. Like I was so happy with getting, going in to prep again. I was so happy to have this challenge and this goal that like is really fulfilling towards me. And I started to evaluate my specifically my role at my job, you know, and I think this is how it resonates, like when you can make hard decisions, and you can trust yourself, you know, that I, I, you know, was finding myself like very unhappy to get up and um, to do this, to, to, to go to work. And it's this job I've had for my entire career, um, which I absolutely love the people, I love the job, but it just wasn't fulfilling for me anymore. And it was making me unhappy. And out of, you know, a lot of back and forth in my mind as to like, hey, you know, well, maybe I can just suck it up or maybe I could just, you know, all the great things, the great pay, the great position, all the, all the things that make you, you know, keep a job that you're not happy with were going through my mind. And I had finally come to my husband and I was like, listen, I, I think in order for me to be truly happy, I need to leave my job. Like, I, I don't think I can do this job half-assed. You know, I don't think I can be doing this job at like 50, 80% and doing it at 100% doesn't make me happy. And I don't know what else I'm going to do. I don't have, I didn't have anything lined up. I didn't have a side hustle. I didn't want to go back to another corporation or they do the same job with somebody else. I really wanted to rip the bandaid off and do something completely fresh, not knowing what that was. But I'm, I made the decision to leave because I trusted myself. You know, I knew I could do hard things. You know what I mean? And I don't mean to say that like bodybuilding like taught me all this stuff, but it taught me so much like how I can make hard decisions and trust in myself and move forward and knowing that like I got it, right? Like I got it. And so that might seem like a far stretch, but it really is truly a connection that I don't think if I had done bodybuilding, I would have just been going through life like my normal self and the normal routine and nothing like bodybuilding sort of shook me, you know, like shook me to wake me up and be like, you can live your best life and feel this great way. You just got to make these decisions yourself. Yeah. And it's so, it's so good to feel connected with yourself. Yeah. And I think it's when you make the right decisions. At first, of course, anytime that we go out of your comfort zone, is it scaring it is hard. Yes. If you didn't have your husband's support, maybe, you know, you couldn't have done so. But it's so good when you decide and you pick yourself inside to pick the comfort. Mm -hmm. Because you haven't been there, you know. You are going to a place that is going to make a better person, yes. you know, as challenge you. I, I always say like bodybuilding make us uh, overcome ourselves every day. So every day we need to become a better person, stronger. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And you're so right about 
the activity of getting out of your comfort zone, so hard. The hardest thing I think people can do. It's really hard, really uncomfortable, but like the most liberating and the most rewarding thing you can ever do, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right. So here we go for the next. And I'm so excited about this question, of course, because I know how many good things you are playing and you are work on. So babe, you haven't been working so hard in a lot of different areas in your life. Tell us what you are working on yeah. right now. What's your goals, everything. <laughs> We want to know. <laughs> so now that I'm a 42-year-old bodybuilder with no real job, <laughs> like, <laughs> let me tell you what's next. No, and I say that, I'm joking, of course. But um, so obviously this podcast is not all about bodybuilding, but it is my journey. Um, and, and as we'll learn, is an ex-athlete as well. So um, so bodybuilding will continue in my life. Uh, since we got back from um, a national show last year. So for those of you, um, I competed in a show in October of last year, and then in an, in a regional show, they call it. And then the next level up is a national show. And then the next level up is a pro show and you evolve into these into these categories. Um, and so I competed in a national show in November. And then Anna and I have taken the last, however, six months, five months now, five and a half months, um, not competing, but reversing my diet to a very, very healthy state and a little bit of a surplus and working in the gym super, super hard to build muscle. So we have some feedback from the judges, which is great. If you want it, they'll give it to you and you know what to go back and work on. So we've been working really hard on that, which is amazing and hopefully making some gains in all the right places. Uh, Anna is a phenomenal trainer. She knows exactly what I need. She pushes me like no other person could ever push me. Um, and we work um, lower body, glutes and hamstrings together three times a week. So You are the gift, babe. Oh. <laughs> you are the one who makes me study and, you know, don't don't stop to, to looking for a better exercise and help you to get your goals because you just there for, you know, you working, you work so hard. I'm so that is a pleasure to me. Well, we are a good team. We're a good team. That's for sure. So like couldn't could not do it without you a million percent. That's why we're here because I'm like, I, we can't I can't do it without you. Um, So we will compete again. I think we decided um, we will aim for an, another show in October. Um, a regional show so I can qualify for a national show again and then hopefully qualify and do a national show in November. So I'm really, really excited about that. That gives me like a little bit more time to grow before we have to start dieting down and, and you know, losing some fat and losing maybe a little bit of muscle that goes with that. So I'm in such a good place. I literally feel absolutely so excited to compete. Like I just feel like I will be the best I've ever been. I feel like I will be very competitive. But again, you know, I'm not going on stage to beat anybody else. I'm going to stage to beat myself from last year. And I feel like we are well on our way to do that. So there's just like this excitement about being able to compete. Um, so that will be uh, later in the fall. And then professionally, I have been looking at different areas that I feel like would be a good fit for me. I find myself like, you know, I left this corporate job. That's all I knew for 17 years of my life. And I know 
for a fact, what I don't want to do is go back to a similar environment. I want to be entrepreneurial and I have an incredible passion for health and fitness. And so um, I'm really excited that actually I'm really excited we're launching this podcast because it's just like an outlet for us to talk about all of our passion um, with the women across the world and and hopefully um, have this really great, strong community. So like that is top of the charts for me. It's very excited that we're doing this. Um, and then also another thing I'm working on, which I will be so excited by the time this podcast um, episode launches, it could be launched as well, but I'm working on an online course for vegans who want to lose body fat. And it's um, a training for them to incorporate all the right foods, all the right macros, all the right um, supplements in order to attain their dream physique while they're on a vegan diet because- Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. And I think that when we think about vegans, we think um, they're naturally thin. Like that's what my husband has said. He's like, why are you, what are you gonna teach vegans? They're always thin. And I'm like, that's not the case. Because when I turned vegan myself a few years ago, I gained nine pounds nine pounds. And I lost almost nine pounds of muscle, of muscle. And I was fit and healthy before then eating chicken breasts and, you know, all the things, but like you moved to vegan and, you know, not to go off on a vegan tangent, but I remember thinking I was eating a Beyond Burger, thinking it's much healthier than a beef burger because it's not meat. That's not the case. It's just as fattening and it's processed. So it's like worse, you know? And so being as intuitive as I am to nutrition, didn't know myself how to get the physique that I was accustomed to or that I wanted. And so I feel like there's an opportunity to teach other people who want to look their best, feel their best, um, to incorporate some of the things that I've learned. So I'm excited to share that as well. I'm so excited too, because honestly, it's so hard to make a meal plan for who is vegan. Yeah, I know how to do it, but the point is most of the protein, the natural protein, it's come with carbs, a lot of carbs. Or tofu, for example, is like higher in fat and higher in carbs. So And sodium. Yeah. And it's not only that. I think you're going to help people how to live the lifestyle. Because I think a lot of people, since this became something so popular, people have people who start for the right reason that I super admire it. Yeah. And have people who start because they think they're going to lose weight. Exactly. That is a mistake. If you are doing that first, you know, do her curse, understand and make your decision, you know, because it's not that easy, but it's possible because look at her. <laughs> Thank you. Right? And it's the number one question I get asked from people at the gym or in the community, like, what do you eat? You know, and it's not that easy. I can't just like list off a thing, especially when you're, I mean, if I was not vegan, I could say I eat chicken breast and broccoli and asparagus and rice. It's not that easy as a vegan, as much as it sounds like it should be. There is a finesse to it. Um, There's a finesse to it. So I'm excited to share what I learned with the world because I learned the hard way. And so I want to prevent other people from running into those same roadblocks gaining weight like I did when they're not intended to and learning how to be their best version. And of course, we're going to have a little bit here, you know, in our podcast in the future. Yeah. Talking a little bit more about vegan because I know that I have a lot of people 
who wants to know more. Yeah. If you have any questions and, about veganism or, you know, how to gain muscle and lose body fat on a vegan diet, DM us. Let us know. I'm happy to answer any questions, you know, and provide some perspective of what I learned. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. I feel like the mommy <laughs> watching the little girl going good at school. I'm excited. And I think that to sum it up, I think what I'm most excited for in life is that everything is in my control. You know what I mean? And I mean, of course, there's things in our control. But if I want to be happy, if if I'm not happy doing something or feeling a certain way, it is in my control to make those changes. And like, just to feel that way is very liberating. You know what I mean? I just feel like I feel good about where I am and what's to come. Good. Thank you for sharing with Thank us. Thank you. I'm so excited, you know, to be part of the whole process of your goals this year. I know you're going to get one by one. I believe in you 110%. And again, I'm proud of you. Thank you for answer and share with us. It's so important. People uh, get to know you better, you know, and I'm so glad that they're going to get the opportunity to be inspired by your eyes I have. So thank you so much. Thank you. I love you. Um, and then next week is your turn. So oh we'll get gosh. to learn all about how you've blessed us with your presence all the way from Brazil and all the great things that you have accomplished and the struggles that you've been through and how you got to where you are. So I'm excited for everybody to hear that episode. I'm so excited to you guys get ready because my <laughs> accent is going to be in hot. <laughs> Your accent is the best part about you. I love that. It brings something unique to our podcast and I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> Thank you. Well... I'm so excited about, you know, your next episode, you not yeah. only my interview, but everything that we with a lot of love and work. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for joining into today's episode of Behind the Body. We're so grateful that you're here. We appreciate you guys so much. And I really want to say together we are stronger. You know, we can be good by ourselves, but together we are unstoppable. So... I want to invite you to be part of our genre and start yours if you didn't yet. So let's go. Yeah, let's Bora. let's do this, Bora, <laughs> as we say. Uh, but please like, um, subscribe to this podcast if you like that. We would appreciate it. Please leave any comments. You can find us on Instagram, Behind the Bod, or on YouTube if you're not watching us now. We will post all our podcasts on YouTube as well as additional content like workouts, and you'll be tracking my progress as we get ready for the competition season this uh, fall. So you can always follow us there, but let us know what you like to hear. Let us know if you have any questions. We'd love to hear from you. You are a community. Um, and we are so excited to join you next time for Anna's interview on Behind the Body. Thanks for listening to Behind the Body, the podcast that's all about helping women prioritize their health and wellness. Remember, small steps can lead to big results and progress, not perfection, is the goal. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe, and share with a friend. You can also follow us on Instagram and YouTube and let us know what topics you want us to cover next. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time on Behind the Body.